Hi guys, this is Brianna Mann, and I'm the host of our new podcast, The Wellbeing Club. Um, I'm a junior here at the high school, and I'm involved in Link Crew, Student Council, Key Club, and FCA. And I'm Kendall Kennis. I'm the co-host of the podcast today, and I am involved in basketball, soccer, and track. So on our Instagram account, we started a series talking about anxiety. So this podcast is sort of just following up on it, telling more about it. And we're interviewing Hattie Nelson. Hi, guys. I'm Hattie Nelson, and I am a 10th grader at Elderly High School, and I am a competitive dancer at UPDS. So we're going to start off just sort of asking some questions and going with the flow. So this is our first podcast, so be mindful of that. Um, yeah, kudos to those who do podcasts because this is interesting. <laughs> so Hattie, how does it feel like when you get anxious? Well, it comes in a bunch of different like waves or scenarios. It really just depends on what I'm anxious about. More more than likely, it's going to be just, like, my mind. I'm just thinking it, and I'm just going to get, like, sweaty palms, you know, just, like, be, like, pacing. Like, I make my legs bounce up and down all the time, and that's probably, like, what I do when I get anxious more, more yeah. or less. But sometimes I'll get, like, an anxiety attack, start hyperventilating, which is not good. You don't do that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but... That's probably, and I'm a, t- a type of person, I don't like to let everything out. I don't like to let people know that I'm feeling anxious. So probably just like, you know, the sweaty palms, like tapping my pencil, making my knees like move. And that's basically it. So when you like get like anxious and you start like twitching, whatever, and then you have like that feeling of right before your anxiety attack. What, like, triggers that? What are your triggers? Well, I mean, I have a lot of different anxieties about a lot of different things. And I know, for instance, like, when I was little, like, I didn't like to go to school. Like, I was so scared that something bad was going to happen to me at school. So, like, if we were, like, sitting, like, on the floor or something, like, that was a huge trigger for me when I was younger. Like, I didn't feel safe because we were, like, the door was, like, right there. And that's something that used to be a trigger for me. It's not so much anymore now. And now it's stuff like driving or doing something that makes me uncomfortable. Basically, just anything makes me anxious. (laughs) So when you do get super anxious, what do you do to help calm yourself down? Well, I went to a homeopathic doctor. I've been going to her since I was in third grade. And she has taught me the four by four breathing where you breathe in for four, you hold it for four, and you go out for four. Or think of like your lungs as like an oxygen tank, like you're filling it up and then you're letting it go. Or I also think of happy things. Things that I'm looking forward to, things that just make me happy and like distracting myself, listening to a happy song, not making everything 10 times worse than it needs to be. Yeah, I absolutely love that. So when you say like anxious and anxiety, I know like those are commonly related and like stress and anxiety are commonly like related. 
So what do you say, like, is the difference between stress and anxiety? Like, how would you difference them? Um, well, I would say stress is more, like, I mean, obviously stress can be pretty, like, it can be pretty hard to deal with at times, but most of the time it's just, like, I don't want to say, like, self, like, in, I don't know. It's more or less just, like, stuff with, like, school, worrying right. about, like, your job, school, extracurricular activities, and just, like, stressed about everything that's happening in your life. And I would say anxiety is more of things that are unique to you. Everybody gets anxious about their own type of thing. And when you get, like, anxious, like, honestly, that, that takes a toll on a person, like, a little more than stress does. It's more, more times, it's probably, like, just you're worrying about things that you shouldn't have to worry about, but you're still worrying about them. I don't know if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, anxiety is, like, something that is, like the teeniest things like for me personally when I think of anxiety it's like literally like waking up in the morning I'm like what the heck's gonna happen today you know what I mean and like I don't know it's more so like the little things um so when you do have like anxiety attacks who is your go-to person or you said that you don't really like talking to people so who do you tell or how do you like get help well I well, obviously, my mom, I talk to her about everything. She is the one person that I, or my dad, they're the two people that I can talk to about anything, and they know just as much about anxiety as I do because they deal with the same thing that I do. And I've also gone to multiple doctors, and they have helped me in so many ways that I can't even begin to thank them for. And honestly, just like, I mean, some of my really close friends, I mean, like, I don't just open up to, like, everybody, but, I mean, more than likely, it's probably my mom and dad that help me the most. Yeah. Yeah. So, when you, like, go see your doctors, what are some things that we will talk about? Um, well, I just, they start by, like, asking me, like, what am I anxious about? Like, why am I feeling like this? Or, like, what's triggering my different things and I've been to different doctors for different types of anxiety but for example recently like I went to the doctor about my driving anxiety and she just asked me like what makes me feel uncomfortable is there anything that like me or my mom can be doing to like help that get better and she also prescribed me a medication that helps with that and I really think that that helped more than anything ever has and she just helped me talk through like you know you're not the only one everybody deals with this in some sort of way others just a little more than other people and it's I don't know it's just talking and I think it makes it worse if you don't talk to people and I think just like talking to her about and just her research her reassurance telling me that everything was okay and that I wasn't the only one really helped me. Yeah, I know some people, like, don't have a very good, like, at-home life. So Mm -hmm. what would you say to someone who doesn't feel comfortable 
going out of their way to tell their parents or even their friends? Who do you think, like, what do you think that they should do? Like, what's some advice for them to get help they need? I mean, if you have, like, a teacher at school, if you see, like, a teacher at school, you can maybe talk to a teacher. Um, uh, You could probably talk to the school counselor, and I know they would be more than happy to help you. And um, if they have, like, friends at school, like, maybe not super close friends that know exactly what's happening, they could maybe talk to them, too. Yep. Friends are always good to talk to. Definitely. And even if you don't, like, have someone that you're close to, literally just reach out. Like, that sounds so much easier said than done. But Mm -hmm. literally just telling someone, like, hey, like, I'm struggling today. Or emailing your teachers and saying, like, today is just not my day. Like, I am stressed. I am, like, over the top. Today, I just need to, uh, you know, have a minute. And I'm sure they'd be more than willing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes for me, even if I'm having anxiety, like, about something, I will write it out and I'll reread it after I write it. And I'm like, that's silly. Like, yeah, what am I yeah. doing? <laughs> <laughs> just telling somebody helps. Like, just... Not even like even if they don't like say anything back, literally just telling somebody what's going on helps tremendously. Yeah. And you wouldn't even think that it would help until you do it. No, definitely. I agree. Um, so what are some common mis- misconceptions about anxiety? Um, I think a lot of people play it off like it's not that big of a deal. Like a lot of people think that like, if one person were to say, oh, I had anxiety, I can't do this, they're like, oh, they're just saying that. Like, yeah, like sometimes, right. like, I know for me, anxiety has been debilitating. Like, yeah. it has, there have been times where I have not wanted to leave my house. Yeah. And there are people that just don't understand that. I feel like you don't really truly understand what it feels like until you actually go through it. And I think a lot of people just think, oh, everybody gets anxious. Everybody gets anxious, so you just have to do it. Definitely. I mean, yeah, push yourself, but you can only push yourself so far in little pieces of time. Like, you don't, some people struggle more than others do, and not everybody sees that. Yeah, definitely. I like how you said about how one piece at a time, because I think some people think, like, if you have anxiety, you can just jump right into it and just, like, mm-hmm. get over it. Like, it's nothing yeah. to be scared of. Everybody like, handles things differently. Right. Like, some people can look at what you're dealing with and be like, why are you stressing over that? Like, that is so dumb. But it's, like, in reality, the scheme of things, it's, like, that thing that that person could, like, literally take over their whole day or even right. week. They could spend, like, <clears throat> who knows how long just thinking about that one thing and nobody literally. would actually know what they're thinking about. Right. And they wouldn't understand because they don't feel that way. Exactly. Everybody has their own emotions and feelings, and I feel like that's a huge mis- misconception about anxiety, that everybody feels that way. But, yeah, everybody feels that way, but not everybody feels it the way that that particular person does. Exactly. Um, so what's some things that are, like, helpful to hear when you have anxiety? Um, I guess this really kind of just depends on the person. But for me, I like reassurance. Reassurance is a huge thing for me. Like, just having somebody tell me that it's going to be okay, 
is I mean that almost like makes it okay <laughs> like yeah I guess it depends on the situation and how anxious I'm feeling about it but just like having just knowing that I have like somebody there telling me it's okay is enough for me to like keep going and like be like okay I got this I can do this <laughs> yeah, like definitely it really helps you would be surprised right so on like the opposite side of that what don't you like to hear um well I guess I don't really know <laughs> yeah that's kind of a hard yeah. for me personally I hate when people are like it'll be okay I'm like but in the moment it's not yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. like in the moment I'm yes. completely breaking down I'm like yeah like okay I'll yeah, be when, okay when but I'm, like I'm not okay <laughs> when I'm like yeah. stressing out about something and the person I'm talking to says like yeah. it'll be okay it's like but I can't get over it yeah. right now like I can't <laughs> someone needs to go through this with me <laughs> Like, if somebody was in that situation, like, obviously, like, crying or just, like, super stressed out about something, like, maybe not say, like, oh, it's okay, just, like, (laughs) tell them that you're there for them and that, like, just, like, comfort them. Comfort is a huge thing that I think also really helps. Literally. Yeah. Does social media take any part in your anxiety? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I get anxious, like... For things that I don't even know I get anxious about, like, I I don't know. It's just all of these different people and, you know, there's so many unrealistic expectations. Oh and it definitely makes you feel not only, like, anxious for anxiety, but it, it, takes, a, it takes a toll on your self-esteem. I know mm-hmm. at least it does for me. And... Of course, with, like, everything that's gone on this past year and everything, everybody, like, reposting everything, all of their different opinions, and you're like, I don't know what I feel like. Am I supposed to like that picture? Or am I not supposed to? And honestly, I guess it just depends on the situation and how much time you're investing into social media and and how much you're, like, on it. I definitely set time limits on my phone for social media yeah. because I, over quarantine, I spent way too much time on there and I can tell it's made me 10 times more anxious yeah. than I have been in my entire life. Yeah. I know, like, I personally struggle with anxiety and depression and I go to a therapist and then a doctor like twice a month and I, he was like, you need to literally delete your social media. And I was like, no, I'm addicted. Like, I'm so dependent on Snapchat. Like, I swear I was on it, like, two hours out of the day. Like, terrible. And so, like, two weeks ago, I finally, I deleted all my social media. And I did not realize how much time I spent Mm -hmm. on it. I, like, looked through it and I was like, wow. Or, like, how much more, like, I don't know how to say it. Like, I had, um homework all the time that I was like constantly worrying about and then I'm like on my phone and being on your phone takes up so much time where you could be doing other things that could be like helping you and your anxiety Mm -hmm. like you could even read a book yeah (laughs) like you would have so much time to like spend time with friends or like go have some family time because we all need that right and I feel like we're all just like Every day has been felt so much like of the same thing just because mm-hmm. of COVID. Like literally, we're all in our houses, masks. Like every day is like, 
And constantly you know? seeing those reminders of everything that's going on in the world definitely makes me more anxious yeah. than anything. I mean, I don't watch the news. I know both of my parents do sometimes, right. but I'm not always in the room. But then I go on Instagram and everything is on that the news right? is on Instagram, like, amplified, like, times 10. Right. Like, like they just make it's it so just, much bigger right. than it has and to be. And they make yeah. it more, like something that we all need to deal with right now like yeah. it's up to me in this second that if I don't like this post then something bad is yeah. <laughs> I know like um literally like I think it's so important to just realize that you could be stressing over something but are you gonna be able to change that in like to mm-hmm. five minutes is it worth stressing over like yeah. is it gonna be worth stressing over in five years like is that worth your time definitely it, thinking about it really puts things into perspective and you're like oh that was kind of stupid yeah i feel like social media also will expose you to things that you didn't even know you should be worrying about yeah like i'll see something that's like oh my gosh that's a that's a thing like yeah. oh I no i like to think of it as a wave i got this from my therapist but like you know like the pure veto wave that goes like that so yeah. it's like you think of it, you, um, like, choose how you're going to react to it, and then, like, you throw it back into the ocean, or you, like, let it come up. Like, mm-hmm. you have the choice. You have, you're ultimately the one in charge of how you react to things, and really, like, that is huge. Like, how mm-hmm. you react to your anxiety, and really, all choices is how it's just going to be. Like, you are in charge of your choices like right easier said than done but it's like ultimately you're yeah. the one you know it's you nobody decides what you do besides you I mean yeah people can make your actions like they can force you to do something but truly they really can't force you to do anything yeah it's all you okay I know you said about like how you have anxiety with driving can you give mm-hmm. a little bit like why you know what I mean yeah well I since like the first time I started driving like not even kidding you the first time I got in the front seat like they're just I felt so like it. it's a new thing right yeah and I just felt so like I don't even know what I felt like it was just this isolating fear of just right ultimately dying right like, yeah. a car is like that's Scary. a huge thing, and being in charge of a vehicle like that is so big, and I don't think that a lot of people think that way. Yeah. And right. it really scared me to think that, oh. Every decision matters. Yes. Yeah. Like, I, and more, I didn't want to hurt anybody. Like, that's something that I really stressed about at the beginning was, like, oh, my gosh, what if I don't press my brakes soon yeah. enough and I crash into this car and I right. hurt them, like. That's something that I really struggled with, and that took me a really long time to understand. And, like, I mean, still, obviously, I have some of the same fears that I always have, but it's just, it's taken me some time to really, truly understand that not everything is in my control. I can't be in charge of everything all the time, and I can't, I can't, like, just make everything happen. You can control what you can control. Yeah. That's huge. Like, that is huge to be able to recognize that.